These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. On Monday, a manhunt got underway after a violent armed robbery at Shoal Bay. Police said a man wearing a silver motorcycle helmet and gloves threatened staff at the Shoal Bay Country Club with a knife just before 1.30 on Sunday afternoon, making off with cash. However, he was approached by a 24-year-old male staff member outside the premises who managed to get the money back. But the offender lashed out with the knife, slashing the worker across the face before running off down Tomaree Street. The worker needed stitches for lacerations to his face. A 12-year-old girl was one of three people injured in a head-on smash at Myuna Bay. A Holden Commodore and a Mitsubishi wagon collided on Wanji Road on Sunday morning. The road remained closed for several hours while crash investigators examined the scene. A man suffered spinal injuries and a woman a suspected broken ankle, while the 12-year-old girl was treated for neck pain. The former Walls End Fire Station was relisted for sale on Monday. Walls End MP Sonia Hornery was very disappointed after celebrating a win when Emergency Services Minister Troy Grant visited the electorate and announced he'd retain the site for community use. Sonia Hornery said the minister has now gone back on his word. We heard Troy Grant say that he would seriously look at the old fire station remaining in community hands, particularly when we'd expressed to him an interest on behalf of some local men'sheds who would do a great job there. I'm really disappointed that the government have put their profits before the Walls End community, which is fundamentally what they've done. On Wednesday, Newcastle MP Tim Crackenthorpe called on the Minister for Fair Trading to intervene to prevent the unscrupulous reselling of tickets following instances of scalping ahead of the A-League Grand Final. Most tickets are retailing for hundreds, however the MP said he found one listed for a whopping $10,000. Tim Crackenthorpe wants Minister Matt Keane to explain why his well-publicised legislation to prevent dodgy ticket sales has not yet been enacted. It has been passed. It was passed in October last year, but it has not been enacted, meaning the government has not got it started, so to speak. It should have been enacted on the 1st of June, but that's way too late. It should have been done very soon after the actual legislation went through. Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper called for more signs to be erected around Morissette Hospital on Wednesday, warning of the dangers of trying to feed kangaroos. It comes after several attacks against visitors where they were clawed and grappled, and he's hoping for a collaboration between Hunter New England Health, National Parks and Wildlife and Lake Macquarie Council to find a solution. Greg Piper said the grounds of the hospital have become a tourist hotspot, with online advertising promoting the area as a cheap and highly recommended day trip trip for overseas visitors wanting to see kangaroos. It's become very popular and very widely known uh, through social media and, uh, and travel websites and I don't see how we can turn that around. It's unrealistic but let's step up and do a little bit more in the way of uh, managing it to make sure that uh, everybody uh, stays safe as do the kangaroos. On Thursday, the state government said expanding McDonald Jones Stadium is something to be considered in the future. Some community members are calling for grandstands to be built on the northern and southern ends of the stadium to increase its total capacity from 20,000 to 30,000 following the immediate sellout of Saturday's A-League Grand Final. Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, Scott McDonald, said international events like the Matildas versus Brazil have proved the Hunter can host big games, but we must carefully consider whether taxpayer money is best spent on a stadium expansion. 
the major national codes and international codes are requiring better and better facilities. Obviously, you know, this is part of the debate with Sydney. Yes, you've got some stadiums that don't appear all that old, but are rapidly sort of starting to fall behind. One thing's for certain, if you do not upgrade your facilities, you quickly fall out of the running. The only thing is, it costs not tens of millions of dollars, but hundreds of millions of dollars. So we can't rush into these things. The South Australian government has issued a ban on the use of PFAS-based firefighting foams and Port Stephens MP Kate Washington on Friday said she wants New South Wales to follow suit. She issued a notice of motion to state parliament fearing future contamination as the Department of Defence only began phasing out the product's use in 2008. Kate Washington said she'd hate to see the plight of Williamtown residents experienced elsewhere. Currently, those residents are living in a state of limbo because they have got no answers from the federal government. We must take the step to ban the chemicals going forward to stop further events of this happening elsewhere. In sport, the Newcastle Jets spent the week preparing for the biggest game of their careers. On Wednesday, the team trained at Raywatt Oval in front of a crowd of dedicated fans like Barbara from New Lambton, who's been following the Jets since day one and said she can't wait for Saturday's decider. Absolutely tremendous, tremendous. Very excited about having the grand final in Newcastle. We went down to Sydney for the other one, you know, and that, and but, uh, oh yes, very excited. <laughs> On Friday, the club signed former keeper Ivan Nasevsky to an extraordinary one-match deal as backup for the grand final. He'll sit on the bench as a replacement for Glenn Moss after Jack Duncan failed a fitness test after being injured. Nasevsky has previously played with the Jets as well as Sydney FC and the Mariners. To the NRL now, the Newcastle Knights geared up for their clash with South Sydney Rabbitohs on Friday. The starting 17 remained unchanged. However, Danny Levi came into the extended squad for Brock Lamb. Coach Nathan Brown said he hopes to see an improvement in combinations. Last week the times committee obviously didn't flow quite as well which is understandable because Connor's been out for a month and Jack's only was his first game at halfback so it was a uh understandable I suppose but I'd like to think that we could have a little bit more flow and I think that'll come with you know Jack having one game and being a bit more confident and Connor being back. Meanwhile on Friday the club officially announced Rory Costjason as the New South Wales Cup and assistant coach for the remainder of the season. He replaces Simon Woolford who is off to Huddersfield in the English Super League. Costjason has been in charge of the club's junior development and will take over the role effective immediately. And that's a look at the week that was from 2NURFM Hunter News.